Welcome to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I am your host, Joanne Boyce. On this podcast, we're going to discuss all things inclusive marketing, from persona creation, campaigns, and even some of the mishaps we see in the media. Tune in and let me know your thoughts on how we can make inclusive marketing the industry standard. Welcome and welcome back to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. This week, I just wanted to share my thoughts a little bit around stock photos. It's something we've mentioned before in the podcast about how important it is to have visual representation in marketing content. But I think it's important to highlight why I mentioned people need to be aware of the stock photos that they're using. So a lot of stock photos websites work on a demand basis. If there's a demand for a certain type of image, there'll be more. If people are searching an image, they will publish more of that certain type of image. And this can mean that stock photos website tend to replicate what they assume marketers or people who are using them want. And for a long time, that kind of followed the trend of what industry was saying is beautiful, what industry was saying was acceptable and so forth. So if you typed in the search word woman, it will come up with a blonde, skinny, able-bodied white woman. Things are changing and stock photos websites are becoming more diverse and have a lot better representation. However, there's still a lot of inconsistency when you're searching for things. Now, that problem of what you find when you're searching is so multifaceted, multifaceted when you think about it, when it comes to the tech aspect of things. However, I think it's important to give marketers and allow them to understand that sometimes you have to be quite specific with what you're looking for. And as industry changes, as the stock industry changes, that specificity won't be needed. I remember a lot of my early conversations, I would be talking to marketers and supporting them in putting out campaigns and doing various things. And two things were very common. They would naturally say, I'm not able to find that image. And I'd be like, did you type in disabled woman? Did you type in black woman? I'm using woman um, specifically here because a lot of the times that is where people are finding difficulty. And they'd be like, no, I didn't think I had to type that in or they didn't feel okay typing in black woman, Asian woman, Indian woman and get that specificity across. Um, And in addition, when they were searching for images of disabled individuals, they kind of stuck to the images of people in wheelchairs. However, disability comes in such a wide range of variety and there are various ways we can represent disabled individuals in our content. So that's one thing I would advise marketers and something to pay attention to. When you're searching for stock photos, when you're creating your stock photo database, think of how you can intersection that area you're searching for. So whether it's man, woman, child, there are variety in that but also think about the stock photo website itself may not have intersectional or sophisticated search capabilities so you have to specify disabled trans um black um indian you have to specify those things in order to get that results secondly it was when these stock photos were being used And this is kind of a, I think this is probably one of the most unconscious situations that I see people not realize that they're doing. There's a level of awareness in, oh, I need diverse imagery and I need to have a diverse image set. 
However, when they use those images is the bit that can be quite unconscious. I recall doing audits for clients and looking at their websites. And this would be across the board, no matter the industry. The times they would use diverse images, and I mean images of black people, images of women, images of disabled individuals, would be when they're talking about a specific project or when they're only targeting that group. Now, I think it should be in the mix all the time. Depending on certain aspects of targeting, there are times where you wouldn't include something like, well, let's not run down the remit of things. But if you're, let's say, if your product or service or your, specifically your product, actually, if your product is not usable by a disabled person, by a person of color, then do include them in your stock photography. Do not, or different size individuals, don't include them. This is why I stand strong in that. If your product or service is not fit for those individuals, don't include them. If it is, as far as you are aware, because I understand sometimes people just don't know, they're new to the industry, they just launched, or they just don't have the data to say otherwise. That's when you need to make sure that's a diverse representation. Not only when there's a project or when there is a campaign, should it be that, that sits on that spotlighting aspect. But when you're thinking of how can we mix this up, that is an area to include diverse representation within stock images. Now, the way I got it started in inclusive marketing was from this lack of diversity in stock images. Representing diversity in stock images is not solely, you know, showing someone's face. Because when I was building my website, I wanted an image of hands that looked like mine. Um, the whole story itself about me trying to find these images got featured in the BBC. And I couldn't find images of a black woman's hands on keyboards. Typing. I just couldn't, I just couldn't find it. I haven't had to do that search in a while, so I don't know if it's updated. But I kind of want to speak to the people who create stock photos now. There's a lot of stock photography website that are there promoting the inclusion of different bodies, different skin tones, different age ranges, and so forth. But they're missing some of the mundane. I talk about beauty in the mundane, and this is another area, the, the mundane. Sometimes we just need a stock photo of an elbow holding a door open, and that elbow could be a wide range of skin tones, um, heights, abilities, sizes. Or sometimes we need a stock photo of a phone by an ear. We don't need to see the person's face. Or hands on a keyboard. Various types of hands on a keyboard. Um, I think there's beauty in the mundane representation. I have had to look for clients before of images of someone stirring a cup of tea. And I could only find white hands. White women hands, actually, not a lot of men, but that leads into a little bit of what the representation of men in the kitchen. Huh. So many things we're, we're exploring here. But yes, some mundane stock photography would be welcome. And if anyone knows a website, I found some amazing websites uh, that are listed on our website of representation of different types of stock bodies there's body liberation there's the uk black tech stock um 
database that is the women in tech. There's a lot of collections coming out now and have been coming out for the past few years, but I haven't seen a collection that is just really like mundane, boring, casual stuff, like someone getting into a car or, you know, keys in a door or just, you know, watering plants, not the cheesy grin, you know, I'm watering plants and I look like a real human being. Now I want the basics, the, oh, this just happens to be someone's house and it just happens to be a plant. And that person happens to be a amputee or happens to be, um, a South Asian woman, that kind of vibe. Some mundane stock imagery is welcomed. And then finally, there is now, as we go through the rise of the AI world and the rise of AI-generated content and AI-generated imagery, I want to share a slight warning that when it comes to artificial intelligence, it is learning from the past. And a lot of the times, what, it, what those models and AI models have been trained on is the past and the history told by white men, conquerors, colonizers, whatever. I'm not going to go into history lesson here. Um, there is work being done to change this. However, that work is taking time and it's not necessarily prioritizing those from underrepresented backgrounds to represent in the content. So I have seen images generated by AI that could be used as stock photography. Um, I've seen some images generated by AI that really represents individuals from a wide range of backgrounds. However, I wouldn't lean on it. I wouldn't lean on it yet. Maybe that's the scavity I would put. I wouldn't lean on it yet. There's still some things within those images that I can tell the viewpoint and the vocal point of how that content was created based on the training information it was given. If I get too technical, send me a DM. But essentially to create an AI generative tool, you have to give it a bunch of images. All of, and when I mean a bunch, I mean gazillion billions. So imagine feeding an AI-generative tool all the stock websites out there, so all the big ones, and then it will produce based on what you ask it for. So if that is where you're probably you're possibly leaning, um, be cautioned that it may not have the representation of the diversity of the planet we live on yet, and be mindful of that. But it is a fun tool to, to play with. And I think when you're looking for a particular type of image, going to something that's generated by AI may be quicker, maybe, you know, a, a, a shortcut in some ways. When speaking to AI models and trying to prompt them to give you what you need, that is the specificity that you need more than I would say you need when you're searching a stock photo database. That's the times when you need to say you want a disabled woman in a wheelchair who has a darker skin tone um, pouring a cup of tea. That is the times when you need to specify that you want a man who is plus size of South Asian heritage. The, the way you talk to the model and the way you talk to the AI um, has to have details. 
So to summarize, I just wanted to go on a quick rant about stock photography. It is something that if you haven't used it as a marketer, I don't know how you've avoided it. Um, but it's very well used in our industry and things are changing. So this is a little bit more of a positive story than it, than some other subject areas we've spoken on, but be mindful of the platforms you use to get those images. Uh, don't be afraid to specify because sometimes you need to and try to include the areas that don't come up naturally. So uh, I'm highly advocating for representation of the disabled community within stock photography. And also don't, don't, not don't, sprinkle diverse representation of your stock photos throughout your content, not only on those days where you're talking about the individuals, disabled, people of color, women, sprinkle it throughout. You know, they can do those things and, and you can celebrate them and have them featured anywhere in your content. It doesn't have to be that niche day. And finally, if you're going to go towards the AI aspect of things, approach with caution. Um, there's still a lot of work to be done there. It's moving very quickly, but approach with caution in regards to its representation of the wider earth we live in. Thank you for tuning in for the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I've been your host, Joanne Boyce. And send me any stock photo databases you come across. I love seeing them, the niche ones. As I mentioned, there's UK Black Tech and there's the Unliberate, I believe. And there are campaigns that have been done by Dove, by Unsplash and by Canva that specifically there to increase the representation of diverse communities within stock content. So speak to you next week. Send slide into my DMs and send me those links. Thank you.